0: It's important to know Dark Days of Dorothy Gale is solely a reimagining of the novel The Wonderful Wizard of Oz and not the 1939 film or any other iteration of the story. Dark Days of Dorothy Gale Aftermath, for Episodes 12 and 12.2, The Queen of the Field Mice. Before we begin our discussion of this week's chapter, a brief update. There are five chapters of Dark Days of Dorothy Gale coming up that have no wonderful Wizard of Oz equivalent, or are slightly out of order when compared to Baum's classic. So, it will be a couple of weeks before we return to the wonderful version of the story. This Aftermath episode is dropping on April 23rd, 2021, and there will be no Wizard of Oz episodes until May 12th. If you're saying right now, Tyler, we thought you were going to be dropping new Wizard of Oz episodes as regularly as possible. WTF, mate! Then my response is... Believe me, this is as regularly as possible. If I stuck with one Dark Days chapter a week, the next Wizard of Oz chapter wouldn't have a Dark Days equivalent until somewhere around June 2nd, if my understanding of calendars is correct, which, of course, it may or may not be. Anyway, I apologize for any listening inconvenience. Let's get on with this episode, shall we? This week's episodes were a showcase of kindness and love. They were a showcase of empathy and compassion. They are also among the most comparable with each other. Comparable. Comparable. You know what? I'm going to stick with comparable. I don't know if that's the proper pronunciation, but we're going to go with comparable, everyone, okay? Even if it makes me come off as even more of a doofus than usual. Good. Glad we've come to an understanding. Anyway, I love the Queen of the Field Mice. In Dark Days, she is one of the few genuinely nice characters. For the most part, the characters that I have created, or I guess recreated, are not really likable. Sure, we have Mr. Scarecrow and maybe a munchkin here and there, or some other seemingly minor one-off character, But overall, the majority are those with ulterior motives, or at the very least, questionable motivations. Before we go any further, maybe a little insight into the original writing process of this story is in order. When I started this as a truly serious project, when I sat down to legitimately accomplish this goal, I had very clear intentions. As you know by now, I wanted to remain faithful to The Wonderful Wizard of Oz, at least to an extent. So when I began, I would read a chapter of The Wonderful Wizard of Oz, and then I would open my laptop and get to work on recreating it. That's part of the reason why some of these early chapters adhere more closely to the source material than maybe some of the later chapters. The Queen of the Field Mice is one of those chapters. It is largely the same. Now before you say, what are you talking about? This is totally different. There's no lion, there's no woodman, there's no wildcat or rescue of the queen. Then again, I'm just gonna say, relax, take it easy. Let's break this down, shall we? To its core, yes, you would be correct in saying it's different. It is merely an adaptation, after all. But is it really that different? And the answer to that question is, no, it's not. We have a story here in which a character is in need of a rescue from the poppies. Granted, it's not the lion. Instead, it's Dorothy. We have the queen of the field mice, who is largely the same character as the bomb version. In fact, maybe, just maybe... She's a little bit nicer in my book than Bombs. I like to think that Bombs queen would have helped even if the woodman hadn't saved her. If she had survived the wildcat, that is. Or if she was just out and about and noticed someone in need. But that isn't really the case, is it? My version just happens across a downtrodden scarecrow and offers assistance. We have a legion of field mice willing to help, We have the strangely quick-witted solution from the Scarecrow involving string. Obviously, I use the Infinite Spool instead of scraps to field my spring with them, but the solution is similar enough. There really isn't too much more to say about the Dark Days version, and maybe just a little bit more to say about the Bomb version. I gotta hand it to Bomb. I feel these recent chapters of his kind of put mine to shame a little bit. He certainly has a great sense of adventure here. So far, we've seen Kaleidas dashed to pieces. We've seen a helpful stork after a fall in a treacherous river. And now, we have seen the woodman beheading a wildcat. Or as Michael Scott would say of that wildcat, his kappa was detated. Uh, Anyways, of course. Bomb spares us the grisly details, as is understandable, because yet again it's a children's book. Still, his world is dangerous. Just so we are clear, Dark Days is a slow burn. It was meant to be a slow burn, and the characters meant to be a little bit more thoughtful, and maybe even thought provoking. So don't worry. What I might be lacking in grand adventure now, I will certainly make up for in time. I promise all this build-up will not only pay off, but it will start paying off in the coming chapters. Back to Baum, though. This chapter of his not only finds the woodman a threat to the beasts that roam the land and reinforces the idea that he is a master builder and carpenter, but also proves that he has a sense of moral justice. How dare that wildcat try to eat a mouse! He doesn't seem to have much regard for the circle of life. But maybe that's what makes him so special, and a little bit more complex than we originally thought. The Scarecrow here, once again, proves his worth by stepping in and suggesting a way to save Dorothy. Remember, the Woodman was all like, I don't think we need any help. And then the Scarecrow was all like, Well, you know, we could probably use a little bit of help. Anyways, maybe the woodman should be asking the wizard for some brains as well as a heart. Just maybe. I like the lion's observation that such a great beast can be taken down by something as seemingly harmless as a flower, and saved by such a small creature as a mouse. To be fair, though, it was an entire field of poison, and a literal legion of mice. Look. I'm not saying size matters, but his logic that a massive beast such as himself was taken down and saved by something as small as a flower and a mouse, while a wonderful message, it is somewhat flawed in this context. Nevertheless, this chapter once again ends on a hopeful note, and that's something I think we can all get behind at this point. Come back next week. For three chapters and four episodes of Dark Days of Dorothy Gale. Chapters 11, 12, and 13. The Warm Welcome, The Cold Farewell, and The River and the Stork. See? I told you that stork would show up. And, of course, the usual Aftermath episode. Thanks for listening. I love you all.